Welcome to Entropy Rising, a 4E D&D podcast. We are the Indian to the chief that is LTM Gate, or, yeah, LTM Gate. Damn it. Do, do you want to try that again? No, I like it that way. Okay. <laughs> we'll be yeah, it. All that would have happened is I would have just added a fart noise at some point, so, in the end. When we last left our heroes, they had just been ambushed and come out victorious in a battle against a pair of shifters and dire wolves. We rejoin a story already in progress. You should have said a couple of shifty characters. No, I didn't say it so that you could. Or sometimes we hope you'll have a heart attack and not be able to say it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it hasn't right. happened yet. Alright, I'm using a healing surge. Yeah, Any. so we're going to assume that you guys can take your brief rest and use any healing surges that you need to recover hit points if you want to do so. Of course, that only matters if we actually have a second combat today. So. True. Just like it would only matter if you, uh, you know, needed an action point. I'm using two healing surges. All right. Do you guys want to investigate the corpses that you made? <laughs> Look at the corpse I made, Mommy. <laughs> Look, a fan made them all, but... I will say, Aerith, could you examine these corpses? Done, Aerith, you're a freak of nature done. who doesn't fear death. <laughs> I would actually like to go over and look. Actually, this is kind of dumb. What sort of skill is used for, like, tracking? I believe that would be nature. Okay, then forget that I said that. Aerith, would you like to go examine <laughs> where they were hiding to see if there's any hint of where they came from? There's a momentary pause where you can see the answer is clearly no on his face. But then he goes and does it anyway. Okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead and roll nature. Ooh, 30. Wow. These guys really know their shit, but you are super pissed off, and so you're super focused on doing this right so that they don't ask you to do it anymore, at least not right now. And uh you notice that there is a part of the sand to the south where it looks like Something was swept back and forth repeatedly. So maybe what you're seeing is the trail that they came in on which they covered their tracks. And they did a really, really good job, but they must have done it fairly recently, maybe overnight and not overnight, but rather like at at the end of the evening, like in the very early morning hours. If you weren't here looking specifically for the trail and knowing exactly where they had buried themselves you almost certainly would not have found it. But if you want, you can lead everybody that way and try and find out where they came from because you pretty much have a good grasp on what the track looks like. I will mark it just so I don't. I can find precisely where I am and then I will move back to talk to the group. P.S. It was south. It was down there. I had already moved. You didn't. You said I found <laughs> it in the south when I was looking at the north, so I figured I just have really good vision. <laughs> <laughs> I'll walk back to the group and say, convey the information, and then add to that. It's clear that they must have known that we were coming, because there's no way that anyone would be stupid enough to just sit by the side of a road in the desert and wait for people to occasionally come by. So they must have known that we were coming. Hmm. In which case, we may, instead of just continuing on, follow the trail back to take care of any of those who would be attempting to bother us the entire rest of our trip. And by take care of, I mean kill. And by kill, I mean remove their blood. (laughs) 
Can you tell how far the path you know went, or is it just? We would have to follow it to be perfectly sure. I could ride the, I could take the the individual horse and ride for a while uh, to try to scout ahead. Otherwise, I could just run myself if we didn't want to risk the horse. I don't know how the the cart would handle in the sand. We'd probably have to leave it here. Well, then it would be best that we go scouting ahead first and just to see how well uh, defended these people might be. I don't think uh, Aerith taking the horse is a bad idea. Can you, I don't know, can you ride a horse? Is that a nature that, check? Yeah, as I said, that, <laughs> that's more of a game question than a, I'm asking Aerith. But. I'm wondering if that's like an athletic thing. Oh shit, none of us can ride. Or balance? Balance. <laughs> balance is not a thing anymore. Oh, sorry. I was looking at acrobatics and having balance be part of that. That's probably true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say it's an acrobatics or athletics check. You can choose whichever is best for you. But is this like, at least in 3rd edition, everyone could pretty much sit on a horse and ride around. It was just when you wanted to, like, do anything do anything special. I'm guessing the, the same would be true here, wouldn't it? Unless I'm doing some, like, unless I'm being chased or trying to do the make the horse more than just walk, that everyone can just do that. Oh, looks like it's nature. Maybe. Yeah, I, I was well, thinking it might be nature too. No, sure, then then right. I should totally roll. Well, Get everything I just said. Because it says I'm gonna handle <laughs> handle animal, so yeah, yeah. yeah. The only reason I'm going to suggest that you apply a skill is because you're not riding a horse across smooth terrain. You're riding a horse off sands that are going to shift underneath, you know, under a hoof. And sure. So, but yeah, I I would say you can choose between acrobatics, athletics, or nature. Um, so, that would be nature. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we will stay here and... Uh, Loot the bodies. I mean, prepare the dead. Prepare the dead. <laughs> I mean, have sex with the bodies. I mean... <laughs> I got a 28 for nature. And I will hop on the horse and start riding south. You're the best horse rider who's ever lived. All right. You guys go at a slow trot. He doesn't throw you. You know, he does a couple of those things like where he'll come over like a small crest and then he starts to go down like this and just or makes him slide. And so he just kind of like puts his back haunches down and keeps his front hooves in front of him. You can more or less keep the road in sight for about a mile. And then uh, you go over a small rise and uh, at the top of the rise, uh, you can still see the road behind you and spread out below you there is what looks like a fire that has been kicked you know to kill it and uh a couple of bed rolls i will investigate all right this once you get down there seems like a camp for only a couple people there's certainly only two bed rolls any evidence of food for a dire wolf or two you see what look like the bones of a smaller animal, something that could have been just caught running around. Not human or elf or humanoid bones. Certainly there's not a ton of prey in the middle of the desert. You know, maybe they caught a bird that was chasing a rabbit or a mouse or something. There is a, a pot with some water in it it's got a lid on it so it's not evaporating i'm imagining you open up the lid to see what's inside and there's maybe like 
one very crude backpack and uh, a couple of heavy blankets, which either they used for warmth or maybe they put over the backs of the dire wolves and maybe slung the crude backpack onto one of them to have them carry it. Okie dokie. And as you come over the hill again, you can kind of see you're completely hidden from view of the road. But as you come over the top, you know, you can kind of see it for several miles in either direction. And there's no indication about which way they would have come from beyond this area. The path that you followed came right back to here. And it seems like they cleared their tracks up to the crest. But once you come down to the other side, you know, there's footprints all around. It looks like they had been here for maybe a little less than a week. You accidentally find a uh, latrine. (laughs) (laughs) And Aerith being Aerith digs right in and figures out like, oh, yep, okay, Monday (laughs) moves a little bit over. Tuesday moves a couple more pieces over. Latrine, that's an unusual name. Used to be shithouse. <laughs> Robin Hood men in tights, anyone? Fine. Be that yeah, way. I laughed. <laughs> so. Okay. I'll go back. You return. In the meantime, can we have, like, searched the bodies? Yes, you can. Cleaned up the area and maybe, like. For precious, precious wolf pelts. <laughs> pulled over a little bit. Yeah. I will say that Gwen. What was I looking at for skills? Either using. Maybe even the insight. I don't know that that's really what I want, but I'm trying to think of what else. Well, only because I can't think of anything better. I'm, I'm going to determine, like, if you know how, what parts of the of this giant wolf could be valuable if you wanted to bring them somewhere. Ew. In trading or in, like, nature as in... No, I was thinking, like, in trading, like, you know, ooh, they use the... Like, in this region, they believe that the foot is for good luck and, you know, that kind of thing. They don't really give us one of those anymore. Well, that's, so I was trying to guess. I was kind of thinking insight, because it's sort of guessing as to the motives of an area. The the motive of the dead dire wolf? Well, no, it'd be like... The motives of the buyers. Right, right. (laughs) I know, but... Insight of everyone you've ever met. Mm -hmm. I mean... What would they want? Yeah. I I I mean, I could see that. I'd also see history... Maybe diplomacy. Mm-hmm. So you can choose of those three, whichever. I think insight's probably the most appropriate to that. Okay. But maybe. But why go for appropriate? Yeah. Well, listen, I told you, use whichever one you want. So if one right. is well, significantly f- better for you, by all means. I got a 15. Okay. You definitely know that if you guys take the time to strip the pelt, like, obviously that'd be worth a lot. But it also might take you a lot of time. But if you tried to dry out the whole thing, like by throwing it into the back of the cart and like covering it with sand, that that might be even better. Mm, Giant giant rotting uh, deer carcass, huh? No, it wouldn't rot because it'd be dried out. It'd be like Mm. jerky. That's even better. (laughs) Dire wolf mummy. Mm Mm-hmm. Starring Brendan I'm, I'm pretty sure TJ's just trying to get us to fight an undead direwolf. <laughs> I don't feel like I should have to try. I feel like you guys should want to fight an undead direwolf. <laughs> yeah, because you guys aren't pussies, are you? <laughs> <laughs> you guys aren't told pussies, right? 
I'm just saying, like, if you wanted to spend a bunch of time, you could do it now. Or you could try and, like, do a limited preserving of one by, like, covering it with dry sand and bringing it along with you. Or you could just, like, try and cut off, like, you know, a couple of... Is it going to be my mount? Are you going to try to mount it? A mummified dire wolf? Ew. I mean, you got to be pretty desperate to do it with a dead... <laughs> so anyway. I guess paladins don't get mounts in this one. No, because they're meant to be tanks, so they gotta they gotta stay mm-hmm. right in the middle. They can't ride at people and try to attack. You could maybe get like a dragon mount and then ride into battle, but then drop off of it. Yeah. So could like dr- Captain America shock. jumping out of his plane. Is that a prestige class paladin like mm-hmm. shock troop bombardier? <laughs> <laughs> paladin paratrooper. paratrooper. <laughs> I could see paladin it. Trooper. Paratrooper. There we go. Yep. All rights reserved. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you can certainly skin it, but like if you want to get the full pelt, it's going to take you a while. You can fast skin it and get like some good size gristle squares out of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where'd you get all those little dead animals? It's like it's like carpet remnants. You're yeah. getting just just enough to fill the holes of places it wouldn't otherwise go. So that's for the dire wolves. And then as far as the shifters go, they both have long swords. Obviously, that's what they were attacking you with. But they also both have chain mail and shields. And you can certainly take those I'll and just throw it in the cart. them off the next yep. city you were at. See if we can pass ourselves off as roving traders. You totally did that. Just that's what I'm channel, saying. channel your to, parents. We should be able to pass ourselves off. Yeah. At least I, one of us. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, here's the plan. Okay. Gwen, Aerith, go sell Aerith, things. Everyone still. else, go away. <laughs> no, Aerith, hold still and pretend to be a mannequin. Ah, can I be a womanikin? Sure. Okay. <laughs> and we'll drape you with dire wolf pelts. <laughs> still bloody. <laughs> because just what you want in the hot, hot desert is... Dire wolf pelts. Mm-hmm. Dire wolf pelt. Anna, crab you need to, juice. You need to, Get your you need, crab juice. You need to cover your tent with it because it gets cold, Matt. Mm-hmm. Aerith probably doesn't selling sweat, cold. though. What? I said Aerith probably does not sweat. I didn't say it was for me. No, but I'm I saying he's a good model, then, because people oh. would be like, oh, look how comfortable he is. Mm-hmm. His skin's so pasty white. <laughs> <laughs> and it's cool to the touch. Yep. That dire wolf pelt really brings out the pasty. Mm. Alright, so unless we're doing something else, I will come back, I will get, let Kafan resume his using of the horse, I'll hop back out of the wagon. You don't want the horse? I don't want the horse. <laughs> How many times have we used that joke? <laughs> Plenty. Not enough. <laughs> I don't know that we've used it very much in this campaign. Oh, I think it's been, it's it, come up quite a bit. Paul may have cut it occasionally, uh, but... I've heard it quite a bit, anyway. I also haven't gotten into the episodes where you guys actually have access to horses. Well, that's not true. We had horses, like, on the dusty road travel. travel. Yeah, but you guys barely even acknowledge the fact that you had horses. <laughs> we sold them. I am certain that it came up when we got to the thing and we were selling the horse. Somebody definitely had it. I just listened to that episode today. <laughs> today and yesterday. So, if man... You get back on the horse. Are we continuing? I'll say I think that. Um, I think. Gwen, are we continuing for the day or stopping well, for the do day? Do we hear? Do we hear what Aerith had to say? I'm, yes. I, I'm sorry. I, I can. Conv- I can, no. I I didn't say the words. 
I convey that there's that they were just camped out here. They could be from literally anywhere. There's no distinct reason to stay and try to follow them back to their source. They must just be idiot sand people. <laughs> that was actually not bad. Yeah. Was um, that was that TJ? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Paul was waiting to hear who it was so he could decide whether or not to compliment it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's TJ, but not say anything. <laughs> could use some work. <laughs> All right, and I would imagine you would still keep going because it was like. Six in the morning when you guys were ambushed. Let's ride. Yeah! You guys. On racing sail. So this was your uh, second day in the desert and you are not ambushed anymore this day. And late the next day, you, or rather, on that second day, you'd see a little section where there's some stone, but then it's covered in sand, but then it's not. Uh, going off to the south, so you're guessing that you're probably getting near to Ashkent if there are starting to be branches off of the main road. And, but but um, those you know, appear to be not as well maintained as the one that we were just on? They definitely are not. Okay. You might not even have noticed that there was stone there, except that maybe 20 feet off of the old road, there is a signpost just pointing south. We'll say it points the direction towards Hot Stones. Hot, hot Stones? Hot this Stones. Is the name of a town? No, it's a Perhaps. strip club. Also could be, could be that. <laughs> but it's a guy strip club. You've heard of the thunder down under. Now come check out Hot Stones. Right. Yeah. You say, you, cause you say, you gotta have a pair of stones, you know? So, mm-hmm. it's essentially saying hot balls. <laughs> so, and then the third day, you start to see those signs, you see two before midday, you don't see anything for a little while, then you see another two as the sun is starting to go down, and the second one that you see points north to Dry Barrel. So this is now an additional day, so we've gotten all our stuff back? Oh yeah, he already said that. Okay. Yes, this is the third day, so you have... All of your action points and surges and hit points and yeah, stuff. Yeah, oh, we get we get an action point. I thought we had to do two combats or or, or a day after a long yeah. after an extended rest. Oh, that's how it works. I swear mm-hmm. I never heard that before. Right, it, right. it resets to one two. Do you want me to tell you how many episodes you heard it in? Go to the non-story <laughs> notes. <laughs> um, so now, hold on. There's just hearing <laughs> and listening. <laughs> But also for that me. was low for you, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> so it is, it is getting late. You guys can choose to continue on, and you can't see the town from here. It's so, not like Vegas, right? It's not like you see the lights on the horizon, or I mean, it's pretty close to the time that you would normally be stopping anyway. You know, the sun is going behind the mountains, so you can we choose to camp here for the evening if you'd like. Okay, I'm basically just waiting for Gwen's. Mm-hmm. If it's right. uh, about the time we'd normally make camp, maybe we'll get off the main road a little bit, but then we'll stop and make camp not too far down the, the side road. All right. So if you hop off the main road onto the other part, it is very difficult for the horses to pull you now because in a lot of the spots, the wheels sink down three, four inches before they hit the stone. So 
it, it would be easier if you guys weren't riding and rather were either helping to pull or push it along. <laughs> Aerith puts his feet up. No. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't have to deal with it too much if you're just trying to get off the main road. Yeah, we're just trying to get off the, you know, a little ways so we're not like right there. But. Okay. You guys make camp and the next day you continue to follow the path. You go about, uh, we'll say, two and a half hours, and ahead you see a low wall. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. You see a low wall. So it's not like there's oh. a mighty city and it's a fortress, but there is a wall surrounding something. And let's go to a new map. Ooh, new map. It's just yellow. What the hell? Oh, because I have the wrong button. There we go. There we are. So, I didn't bring along the horses or the cart. You guys can pretend they're still okay. there in spirit. So, you can see that the red line is sort of the broken... Not not broken, but it's it's the stone leading up to the walls. And, uh, you know, in places it's covered with sand, and in other places it's not. Ooh, goats. Why'd it have to be goats? Because they're a hardy animal. They're good for breeding otherwise difficult climates. That's what we you mean with other other similar animals, right, TJ? You mean no like half humans? Goats in, no half-goats in this world? No, we said orcs can breed with anything, so there could be half-orcs, half-goats. No, I said that Ooh. any humanoid can breed with any other humanoid. Yeah, goats are kind of human. Yeah, wasn't there a, that goat guy character by Jim Brewer on You SNL? mean goat boy? There, that one. TJ, were these all like your lizardmen porn names? You'll have to find out. How, okay. how about if how about if you guys approach the city rather than seeing what's inside of it before you even go inside? <laughs> but we you showed us the map, so what are we supposed to do? I'm waiting for Gwen. Alright. I guess we will walk forward. As you near the entryway into the city, two dragonborn standing guard say Halt. Can we say that now Aerith is on the horse? Would that be agreeable to everyone? And I'm in the wagon with Gwen. I think I thought we just said we left all that behind. No, no, no. I said I thought we had you said they're there in spirit. spirit. Yeah. Oh, they're there in spirit. Okay, I thought we left it like at, a, at our camp. We just walked through it. Okay. No, no. We're, that's that's fine. We're just gliding over the air <laughs> on horse horse shaped. Nothing. Yes, I can be on the horse. I don't care. I think that makes more sense since you mm-hmm. can actually ride it well. Well, a. Eh? <laughs> All right, and again from the recap, since it's been like forever, uh, we were sent here to investigate. Yeah. What exactly? Does anyone remember? Yes, sort of. I wasn't sent the raven, so I was. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Well, he he told us last week. <laughs> in the, the broken. I, I am trying to stay in yeah, character, in Paul. Pieces. I'm yeah. sorry How that you you can't do that. You remember nothing. <laughs> in character. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. In character. There's this organization called, I think, the Dark Wings? No, that was the confusion. They're Black Wings. (laughs) Oh, because they're not sucks. So they're Black Wings, and they are, their job is supposed to be like Angels of Mercy sort of thing, right? Right. And this particular group of Black Wings has taken upon themselves to be merciful be a, to be a little everybody. more proactive in there. Okay. <laughs> oh, you stubbed your toe. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yes. All right. Now it's coming back. <laughs> so oh, you're you're eating a high cholesterol diet. Uh. 
Yeah. So we've been sent to sort things out with curb their curb their enthusiasm <laughs> with violence. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we do. Best. That's what we do best. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I think is that about the gist of it, TJ? That is the gist of it. They are. And what's on What's on the pikes? Well, those look like skulls. Yeah. They sure do. Here. That one looks like a bear. Oh, the, the horse is attacking. <laughs> oh God! Quinn just got run over by the wagon. <laughs> New character. Amish drive by. Yeah. You could be the speed slug. Mm-hmm. There. Now Gwen's riding. Kefan's in the back. Mm-hmm. Always at the back nice. of everything. All right. So as you approach, two dragonborns say, "Halt!" Are they all gonna have the same voice, TJ? I hope so. They- <laughs> <laughs> I will try and leave a rich tapestry of vocal. Uh, we'll see. We already have Spanish dwarves and French elves, so dragonborn mm-hmm. are like Germans. I don't do German mm-hmm. accents. Aw, that's sad. Well. It, mm-hmm. I think I think that if nothing else, Dragon Ball Z has taught me that dragons have a rich history in Japan, so they should be Japanese. Mm. So TJ, be a racist. Do your best Japanese accent. Uh, Tokyo. There you go. <laughs> you All you have to do is sound like the chief from. See, I would I would just go out of my way cannibal. to have the sort of a uh, rich baritone and uh, excellent enunciation of Mr. George Takai, but. Sure, do him. All, all I can do is, oh my, and that's not even very good. That's just saying a word that he says. <laughs> uh, t- technically two, but whatever. <laughs> I anyway. don't think that he reads it as one word. Oh my. <laughs> whatever. All right, Gwen. They told us to stop. Yeah. You're the talker. I will address them, saying, "Well, we're going to go for the. We're pretending to be traitors. You, you can pretend like, all you want. I don't know that we're going to be able to follow you in that, but." Okay. We 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 do have things to trade, actually, right? Yeah. So. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I'll just say the bodies greetings. of their dead we, friends. Well, it might be, but <laughs> <laughs> we didn't bring the bodies. Yeah, we just brought the heads on pikes. It <laughs> <laughs> seems to be the in thing yeah. here, right? Socially acceptable. TJ, did you say if the if there is a gate in this low wall, or is it just like we we step over it? Uh, the, <laughs> I mean, how low is it? Just give them the, the fingers and walk over, over it. Like five or six feet tall. Okay. <laughs> uh, this, uh, eight feet tall. Five inches. You're going to have to jump it with the horse. <laughs> yeah. And, and there is an opening. In fact, there is not a portcullis or a gate. Get the distinct, like, Mad Max feeling in this place. Is it just <laughs> another break in the wall? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I mean, you can probably get I mean, it's probably accurate that you have that feeling about this place. I mean, it's a smaller desert community, so. Is Tina Turner here? Well, you haven't gone inside yet. You don't know. <laughs> I hope one of the but dragonborn the, has, has a, a, a smaller boomerang. dragonborn inside of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, the little kid with like the metal boomerang. Yeah. 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 I was going for Master Blaster. So I'm afraid that if three enter, only one will leave. <laughs> But no, see the beauty is there's only one man entering, so one can still <laughs> ah, leave. Yep. Anyway, I'll address it with uh, greetings. We've come uh, from far and wide uh, with with many wares. We wish to uh, try to trade and and rest in our journeys. The one who I have labeled Grimtooth looks at you somewhat suspiciously. Can I roll my diplomacy when I was saying that? 
he he follows it up by saying, "It has been a while since we have had any traders come here. Are you headed to Ashkent or from Ashkent?" Uh, we have yet to make our way to Ashkent. I will say, my, your voice is cleared up in the last thirty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a troll. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> He's vulnerable to fire and error. acid. <laughs> Do they have a troll character class in this? <laughs> or race? Sure, you just had to pretend to be Jamaican the whole time. <laughs> Blizzard, ladies and gentlemen. It doesn't matter, because you say like that's a bad thing for me. I could, I'll do it, it'll just be terrible. <laughs> Terribly racist. <laughs> I'll just constantly be watching Cool Runnings while I play. Is Jamaican or race? I don't know. <laughs> you know, it would still be racist. <laughs> I'm sorry. Come on. <laughs> TJ. So- I, I was I was going to give Steve a chance to come back to us, but I don't think it's worth. I'm just going to mute now. myself for a little bit here. <laughs> so, uh, you asked where you guys are coming from, and you said you haven't made your way to Ashton yet. Correct. He says, oh. "What do you have to trade with us? We are a poor village. It is most like that we won't be able to, won't have much need or the means to." Buy much of what you'll have, but we won't know unless we we attempt to trade. See, bright eyes, we've steps. Part of what we do is we we travel far and wide to find exotic wares to take to other lands. Bright eyes steps forward and says, "You'll have to excuse us. We recently had a very bad experience with outsiders." And he gestures to the heads on the stick. Oh Can, do they have identifiable kind of races? them? I will give you that information, but can you also roll perception? Who? Everybody. I, I assume you look at the heads that they're gesturing at? Yes. Yeah. I was looking at them before, but right. I got a 17. 20. Uh, 14. Okay. What you see are two dragonborn heads that have been impaled on sticks in the ground. This is maybe a Note, because you haven't seen a lot of wood, so they chose to use what is a pretty scarce commodity to make sure that these things were standing outside. And sort of on leaning up against the wall next to one of them is a is a stick with a metal bottom on it. Can you say that one more time, please? Just the last part? Mm-hmm. On leaning up, Against the wall next to one of the impaled heads, there is a stick with... With metal on the bottom. Yeah, with metal on the bottom. Like a, like a metal handle, or can I tell? You had a 17? We'll say it's in the Correct. You. It looks like it's flat, maybe like a brand, like, you know, you would use the stick to push it onto something. Okay. I don't really know what's happening. Is it in the back of the cart? Okay. <laughs> so when when you guys don't really say anything, Bright Eye says, "Tell you what, I will bring out one of 
our leaders and uh you can maybe discuss trade terms or conditions with him. That'd be great. Okay. Bright eyes. I think I'd, I'd, I'd tried asking what kind of outsiders, but I don't think he answered me on that. Oh, I thought you said, like, can you tell what they are? And I said they were dragonborn. That was simultaneous. He, he asked. I asked about the outsiders. And I asked what I were Steve they asked. at the same time. Okay. What, I mean, the outsiders are what he, okay, maybe I'm not understanding you. The outsiders that he's pointing at are the heads on the sticks. Oh, okay. His, I think what Matt's getting at is what kind of outsiders were they? Because if they're dragonborn, about... like, are they outsiders because they weren't part of the clan? Are they outsiders because they were some sort of religious group? <laughs> are they outsiders? Because they worship the Raven Queen. Right. I mean, that's what I'm, I was, that's what I was hoping he was getting at because then it's like, yeah, these guys worship the Raven Queen. We okay. hate those guys. So, so, like, oh. so, real quick, going back, you, you said what kind of outsiders and he gestured to them. It, we'll assume that you asked for a little bit of clarification. Is that fair to have assumed? Because I kind of sure. went into some detail. But I guess maybe... I missed the part where that they gestured when we asked about outsiders. That's what they. Yeah, sorry. So you. Gestured. Yes, okay, so so... you asked about what kind of outsiders, and he gestured to the heads on the sticks. And I'll so okay. so then I'll, I'll step in. I'll just ask, what did they do? What did these outsiders do? These two came from Ashkent about a month ago. Uh, they claimed to be offering the Raven Queen services to our residents. However, they proved to be murderers. We we executed them oh about three days ago and uh in uh, a few more days once the uh bugs have stripped the flesh from their skulls, we will brand the bone as a warning to others of their kind. Brand? Is it just a brand? Yes, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. And he gestures to the stick that you were looking at with the metal head. Mm-hmm. Is that supposed to mean something? Branding skulls? Not necessarily mean anything to you. Okay. So, but yeah, as I said, I'll, uh, mm-hmm. I'd be happy to bring out our leader for you to speak with. We will wait here. <laughs> Aerith will trot the horse over to the cart and be like, very quietly, with Outsiders coming in and causing such death, they're fools just to let their leader walk outside of the protected walls. Maybe they're just that confident. Perhaps. Well, this overhead map is accurate. There's a lot of them. (laughs) (laughs) My mini-map. Really Mm -hmm. useful. Bright Eyes returns with an older... There's an older dragonborn. This one is not wearing any arms. uh, Simply dressed in a robe. He's not wielding pink fire. (laughs) And Bright Eyes says, I present to you Dolscale. I will step down from the cart and uh, bow slightly. Dolscale returns the bow. Okay. And, um, yes, I'm definitely trying to use my diplomacy here. So. Um, well met, Elder Dolscale. I'm sorry for our deception, but due to the information we have learned, we thought it best to tell you the truth in our journey. He looks concerned. We are emissaries of the Raven Queen, sent here because we heard of troubles due to those uh, that you've already dealt with. Uh, we wish to lend our services in making amends for their acts and pre- preventing future... And my acts! Wait, what? <laughs> Instance of that joke number four. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, possibly learning of the uh, the root of this cause and dealing with it. And see if they still have an axe to grind. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dull Scale says, I do not appreciate your initial deception, but 
I do approve of your honesty with me. I do not control the city, but I must think on whether I should invite you in. And with that, he turns and goes. Shoot him. Oh, like that. <laughs> He's really fast. Mm-hmm. At this point, begins your skill challenge. Oh, shit. Yay. I can scale a wall to get into the city. I can do it silently. Plus, so, this wall's only like six inches tall. Yeah, right. Right now, here's the information you guys have. There are two dragonborn who came from Ashkent, and about a month after they arrived, there were murders. They were blamed for the murders, executed, and the people of the town are now wary of outsiders. As well they should be. Mm-hmm. You guys can use any skill you want. However, it is preferable to use a social skill, as this is a social skills skills challenge. The only thing you cannot do is use you cannot use the same skill in back to back rounds. But you can if you want to all three use intimidate in the in a round you can. The first thing that you'll need to do is try and have a successful interaction with one of the two guards. After that, you can go inside and in, interact with some someone on the inside. The only other restriction is once one of you interacts with someone, no one else can interact with that person, whether it was successful or not. <laughs> Gwen, interact with everyone. We'll just help. <laughs> so with that, uh, roll initiative. 14. So was that kind of clear or not really? I think so. Well, we're just trying to get in. Well, I mean, I first really, step is the to get first in. step is to get. Are you going to tell us like subsequent things we should do, or you you need to interact with members of the town? Okay, I believe that there are twelve people that are available, and you need to get seven successful interactions. Well, I'm just going to go right to the goat pen. <laughs> Put the quarter in. <laughs> Put the feet out. Say, "Come here, goats." <laughs> No, they're to eat. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I know, I have to go to the bathroom. Insert goatsy joke. No. You don't have to say insert. Do not insert goatsy jokes. <laughs> so you can interact with anyone you want. The only restriction is first you have to try to have at least one interaction with one of the, one of the guys. two guys sitting outside. Yeah. So I guess... Does it have to be an interaction with them? If I want to get in the city, can I try and stealth my way over the wall? Is that just dumb? So I would be dumb, but right now you cannot do that. Okay, we'll get to that in a little bit. We'll start with Aerith. You said talking ones are preferable, but I'm not going to start with a talking one. I'm going to start with trying to explain to them that it is not the the common way for the Raven Queen to interact with people in the capacity that this group was supposed to by killing people. So I will try to explain in probably very, very boring terms the fact that these people were not acting in in accordance with the Raven Queen's will, and therefore we are sent to deal with it as well, If especially if there are any lasting effects if the and if the allegations against them prove to be true. Is that fair or not? Are you using religion, Steve? Yes. <laughs> okay. God damn it. <laughs> no, no. No, he you said can, you could use you it. You can use religion too. Steve uh, just can't yeah. use it the next time. I just time. can't use okay. it the next time. But you do need to specify, Steve, who you are talking to. Uh, I am talking to the one that did not yell 
stopped. So Bright Eye, I believe. I, yeah, I was gonna say Grimtooth was the one who said halt as you guys approached. So yep. you're talking to Bright Eyes. Yep. Or Bright. Oh, I rolled a natural twenty. Yes, that counts as two. I made up that rule. Okay. So I, I actually brought a PowerPoint and a little side by side comparison <laughs> to show how they're different. <laughs> no, you draw it in a stand with with a stick. Mm. Bright Eye says you make a very compelling point. I think you should go share this information with Dull Scale. Yes. Inside. Okay. And with that, he moves to the side, and you can no longer talk with him for the skills challenge. He just dies. He's dead. He's not dead. I'm marking... <laughs> what? Why did you have to talk to me? Oh. <laughs> Alright, fine. I now, have children. Now you guys remember yourselves. It was no, a no, 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 no. You could put almost any other symbol on him. <laughs> but that's the only of, one that fills it up that makes it uh-huh. easy to see. Hmm. So you you guys are welcomed into the city. Oh. So now I can talk to anybody. So now Correct. a fan can talk with anyone. That still doesn't really help me. Uh, the ability to talk to people? Yes. Do I know. have to use my action to talk to someone? Can I say... Like, I guess that's what I'm getting at. Like, could I use perception and try and figure out like which of these people is actually worth talking to? Which of them seems like they... Well, so, so here's the deal. If, There's only 12. We have, have to get seven successes. Uh, you have to apply it to a particular person. So if you wanted to perceive someone, then if you fail, you don't get to talk to them. And if you succeed, we'll just say that you decided that that person was worth talking to and you talk with them. So if you want to use perception, you can. But that's how we're going to handle it. You can't, like, perceive everybody. You have to pick one person and study that person. Can you tell us a little bit about the area, like what the big gray area is and the brown at the top? So... Let's say that you guys walked in and you quickly stroll through town just to get your bearings. That stone sort of path sort of leads in and then spir- and then not spirals out, but spokes out like a wheel to over four more paths to the different parts of the walled community. There are houses on either side of the path as it radiates out to the various end- edges of the town. I believe you asked about the big gray thing to the south side of the town. That is uh, an octagonal um, temple. To who? Well, you can find... Shut up. I'm going to go ask you, him. You can, I was gonna say, you can find out more when you get there. I'm t- <laughs> That's my Because skill. you are... like, I'll give you the very cursory over, overview of what you're, what you're seeing, but I'm not going to give you too many details about things. So... You said we kind of looked around. Exactly. First. So, like, you have a very yeah. vague idea of what's around. But, like, you didn't go rooting through the house and be like, this must be where the wax maker lives. No, this isn't an RPG where we just get to walk into people's homes and then when we come in, they're like, hey, you should leave. <laughs> and we're like, no. And then take all their yeah, stuff. we'll take all your stuff out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not until I've looked through this. I mean, yeah. you can do that later, but I'm not, you haven't done that yet. <sighs> okay, fair enough. Okay, we'll, we'll go, uh, counterclockwise around with all the interesting features. So obviously next to that, there is a pen with goats. You, one might guess That's that really there is that is like their main source of sustenance perhaps. Going around the next sort of segment, there is a well. And uh, so, I mean, that's good times because, you know, you're in a desert. So obviously having a well is a key feature of your village. And then finishing up at the top, there's sort of like a baked clay square with 
a building uh, near the wall, and uh, you see maybe some smoke coming out of it, and it's pretty apparent that that's like a uh, smithy. So, you... Are Dragonborns known for their ability to make weapons and armor and such? Dragonborns... I'm trying to remember if I said this before or not, or if I've just been thinking about this, but they were traditionally, like, maybe in ye olden days, like, when everything was civilized, they were still sort of like a warrior nomadic type of of, uh, society, so they aren't necessarily known for blacksmithing, but, like, they might be known for just having armament that comes down through lineage or, like, that sort of moves around because, like, oh... This is good armor, but everyone who wears it is really bad at fighting, so they keep dying kind of thing. Real quick, what's the 4th edition story for the Dragonborn? Because I only know the 4th edition version for Forgotten Realms, which I assume is different. Give me a second, I'll tell you. I just need to pull up. Because that was the other thing, is because you could also tell us just that it's the Dragonborn god, assuming there is one. Bahamut, maybe? Do they worship dragons? What is the Dragonborn story? The Dragonborn story is... Well, I can read the book. I'm asking you. Like, I, if, if you don't read it out loud, I was saying, is there something different? I can go upstairs and get my book and read it while you're, while it's not my turn. If you well, want. Z- okay, so you asked it, what's the Dragonborn story in 4th edition? But what you're asking is, what's their yeah, story sorry, for in your... this world? Right, but you've basically, <laughs> until we screw with it, it's based on what's written in the 4th edition book. So I'm, I guess I was asking, what did you change, if anything? I, I think I made them... S- Slightly more nomadic in their origins, but, or like in their, we'll say golden age of the world in that time frame. However, certainly Gwen would know, and just because of the major city, and you know, just asking around because Aerith's inquisitive, you might know that Ashkent, which is the major city in the desert, is majority dragonborn, and I believe that I want to just really quick check the wiki because I think I have this written down already. <laughs> and I would like to quote it more or less as I have it written. Load the cannon. Prepare to fire. <laughs> exactly. This is taking... T- oh. Yeah, no. This- Don't drop your connection pulling up the wiki. <laughs> yeah. No. Like the whole computer crash. <laughs> I believe that the idea was that one warlord of a tribe managed to conquer and assimilate a second and sort of that grew a little bit not entirely unlike the idea of like has everyone at least read the first book of um song of ice and fire no i have okay well there's the idea of like it's like Khal drago sort of like assimilate all these bands basically it's it's a nomadic group who just like by virtue of having like the strongest warrior just grew and like attracted others but instead of remaining as like a nomadic tribe, these this group moved into this city following the lead's misfortune. And like as the wild expanded, it just happened that that resulted in less travel. And so the dragonborn just are more comfortable in the desert. So they just tend to propagate a little bit more and moved into the city. So does that take care of yep. the question I've, for Steve? That works enough for now. Sure. Okay, Paul. Is this just the Ashkent page, TJ, that you're talking about? Yeah, yeah. So can I ask a rules question? Ask away. I have an encounter power, uh, which is memory of a thousand lifetimes, which is the trigger is 
I make an attack roll, a saving throw, a skill check, or an ability check, and dislike the result effect, I add one die six to the triggering roll. And I have looked at this. The ruling is unclear as to whether or not I am able to hear the actual success or failure before I re-roll. Or before, not re-roll, before I add my die six. So I'm asking for a ruling from you on whether or not I get to know how I did before I decide, or if I have to just risk it. Didn't you tell us what a success already was? No. I don't believe I, don't I have. So. Oh. And I believe you only know that a uh, natural a 20, natural 20, 20 was a success. Was a success. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I will say, though, that TJ, in every subsequent version, or at least in 5th edition, everything is predicated on it, uh, assuming it follows suit. You know what you rolled, but you don't know the result. And that's kind of so. what I'm thinking, because it sounds like you don't like the result of the roll, not the... Result of the action. Yeah. Yeah, and, and like I said, I read about this a bit, and people go both ways, and there are other abilities that... There are a bit... Like, this one is just worded very vaguely compared to some of other abilities where it says you get to know the end result and then decide, or you know, before the result or something. But that's fine. I just need to know which way it's going. Nope, I understand. I I think that it is you roll, you add your skill, and you decide, huh, I don't think that that's high enough, and then I'll choose to roll the 1d6. Okay. So is it my turn? Are we are we still... I, I believe it is your turn. Okay. So quickly, we, we talked to one of the ones outside. Yes. Bright Eyes. Bright Eyes. Bright eyes. Okay. Yes. Anything else with the name is currently up for grabs. Now, I will tell you, I'm willing to cross out Bright Eyes. However, I'm not going to tolerate people making fun of me for giving him the big red X. (laughs) Well, we've killed everyone in town. I think we've we've succeeded. Let's go home. Oh, no. We're the Black (laughs) Widow. Oh, and I'm sorry. I kept saying Bright Eyes. It's Bright Eye. Mm -hmm. You You typed it correctly. Yeah, I know. I typed it correctly. I'm saying that I, I have been saying it incorrectly. He's he's X'd off, and I will do that for everyone else that you guys talk with so that you know, but... Ah, he's dead. Uh, <laughs> anyway. The man falls down the well. Oh. <laughs> All right. He really likes his Aerith, like Lassie, will come up and tell Gwen. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, boy? <laughs> oh, Kapan fell back in the well again. Better get the sheriff. So anyway, getting back to the game. Yes, I moved over to Dull Scale. I see that you have moved over to Dull Scale. And he is a priest, correct? Yes, you were told he is a priest. Yeah. And I believe you were even told that, in, even if you weren't during introductions, when Bright Eye directed you to him, it was definitely made clear that he is a priest of Bahamut. Okay, so Aerith talked to Bright Eye and told him, basically, you know, there's a big difference between what the these pretty much imposter black wings were doing and what we actually believe and you know we are the proper emissaries of our lady the raven queen correct so i'm going to go over to dull scale and <laughs> burn down his altar <laughs> Steve, quiet. If you want to do that in your turn, you wait. <laughs> Yay! Yeah, that's going to help. I am going to use religion. I am going to build off of what Aerith said and basically convey the same thing. But I also want to... Can I use my skill to sort of question him about the religion of this village and sort of 
engage him in conversation about, you know, the, the beliefs of the people of this village and kind of in that context, how did things happen that the Black Wings came here in the first place? Okay. And how they were received in terms of the religion and, um, like, essentially, should I be looking out for conflict just because we are? Okay. So if you want to just, yeah. So we'll say you can use religion and with religion based on your success or failure, you're hoping to kind of give him the same explanation that Aerith gave the guard and also try and gain an understanding of, you know, how welcome you guys should expect to be within the city based on, uh, the villagers' religion viewpoints, religious viewpoints and your own. Uh, yeah. And how did, like, if, you know, how religious is this community and how did they take the Black Wings when they first came here? Was he tolerant of the Black Wings or, you know, what, what sort of, like that sort of thing? Yep. Okay. Okay. Give it a whirl. 24. That is a success. All right. Good work. So. Yeah, that's like the one thing I can do. So so you, you sort of make it obvious, like you're really trying to feel him out. Like you're maybe a little bit nervous about the situation is how he's reading it. And so he maybe like not quite mid-sentence, but at a certain point, like maybe you're on your like third or fourth question. He's like, relax, outsider. We We don't look poorly towards the Raven Queen, but you may find us a bit more wary of her representatives, at least all things considered, recently. It, it would be hard for us to overlook it, an outsider professing to be one of her emissaries, but I don't think you will expect to meet, uh, be met with violence from myself, certainly, or any of the other villagers. We are all children of Bahamut here, and as such, we believe in justice. And the fact of the matter is that Coldheart, who was in one of our older members, was offered their services and accepted, and they killed him with a ceremonial blade which they kept in a wooden box. And immediately after their ceremony was done, they returned it. I was the only one present. No one else wanted to be around when this took place. So I I can witness I can claim witness that we I saw them use it and return to the box for for whatever reason. They chose not to use it in their other killings, perhaps because the other ones were not sanctioned. They were murders and not uh, welcomings from from our world into the next. Were they summoned here? Did Col- what was his name? I'm sorry, TJ. Cold. Cold heart. Cold. Some- Cold heart. <laughs> Did he specifically request them to come here? These two dragonborn came unbidden approximately a month ago and it was shortly after they arrived that Coldheart fell particularly ill and was not doing better and so at that point both he and his family asked for their assistance how many other killings were there 
I'm sorry. This is going too far. I'm just. Trying I, to, I actually like... was just going to say let's uh let's let Gwen go now, and uh, we'll see if there is more information to be had from other villagers. And if not, you know, we can come back, and I can give you guys more details. Okay. I'll talk to Grimtooth out here at the front gate, and I'd like to use my diplomacy to kind of smooth over the fact that you know we did use deception, you know, and apologize <laughs> for that. It wasn't our intent to. You deceive or try to do anything sneaky. It was we're, we're trying to have a peaceful resolution here. We understand that if you know these uh, black wings came and and murdered people, you know that emissaries of the Raven Queen might be viewed upon as uh, enemies, and we're trying to avoid you know a confrontra- confrontation and having anyone else be killed that wouldn't necessarily need it. So. Listen, we were total dicks, but we felt we were justified. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Well, see, it's 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 for peace. That's why mm. we tried to trick mm-hmm. you. But I'm just trying to smooth it over. We're not. We lied we're... for friendship. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. So uh, you're talking to Grimtooth, correct? We yeah, lied to gain your ones. trust. Yeah. This, this is a bluff, right? <laughs> no, this is diplomacy. <laughs> <laughs> because I mean it. <laughs> oh, okay. You might see, not. See, see, Paul. Some people in the world have actual sincerity. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let that a thing? The more you know. <laughs> mm-hmm. So is that okay? Yeah, that's absolutely fine. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, I got a 27. A 27 is a success. As you know, Huzzah. since a 25 was also a success. <laughs> a 24. Oh, I thought you... Well, even Total better. Failure. <laughs> a 25 was also a success. <laughs> Shut up. I was right. <laughs> Um, the road to victory paved with losers like you. Um, wow, <laughs> that was really harsh. Yeah, it was. <laughs> so you give him your explanation, and he says, "I I appreciate your words. I will let it be known, uh, to, in order to be friendly, that." Uh, you may not be welcome here. The, as you can see, the fact that we're waiting to brand these skulls and have them stand as a testament with our villagers are wary. I will not turn you away. You've, my friend Bright Eye has already let you, let your friends in. Just proceed with caution. I thank him for the warning. All right. And we'll go back to Aerith. Who cannot use religion. Are they really all different colors? Like are Dragonborn different colors? No. Not not in fourth edition. I in TJ's world, yes. Well they are on the page in the handbook. Yeah. I think that the idea the, in It specifically says they're all modeled to be Close to like a brassy color, yeah, There's slight like, variation, but for the most part, hmm. yeah. What I what I read is uh, can be scarlet, gold, rust, ochre, bronze, or brown. But the majority of them are in that brown to bronze coloration. Yeah, but I thought that was stupid. No, I think it's actually way cooler to have like like I mean, show your it, heritage, like, right? And they, you know, you could have kind of a skull because they all the they're very clearly identified in D and D as to what the five different kinds look like. You know, the 
the red one. Mm-hmm. The red ones have the horns that go back. The black ones have the horns that go forward. Uh, the white ones are, I don't know, more like a lizard. They have the big spine up the middle. I don't know. I just, I feel like if, if you don't necessarily look exactly the same. But anyway, so I am going to, oh, sorry, I have to zoom in to see the name. Strong finger, fast hand. What color is Fast Hand? He's up by the well. Oh, he is. Okay. Is it, is it supposed to be silver? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think that was my intent. Also, it's not just the chromatic dragons, which is what you mostly have here. Most of them are Please. chromatic, but there's a couple that are metallic. There's a couple silvers, and I think there's like a bronze. Yeah, like Grimtooth, who Matt just spoke with. I think I'm going to walk up to him. And strike up a conversation about the faiths, the faith of Bahamut, focusing on the fact that Bahamut is a god of justice and honor and whatnot, and that all of the all of the gods that aren't evil, you know, are generally working together towards the ones that you know against the ones that are evil, and. Bahamut's purview is not over death. So eventually, whether you're a follower of Bahamut or not, you still may have to answer to the Raven Queen. And I will use that notion to try to intimidate him by having him, I don't know, reveal if there's anything that he wants to confess. Uh, Fast hand is a lady. If she <laughs> <wants to> <laughs> I have them all marked. Fine. Great. I'm just letting you know. Does a person know that when you walk up to one? Like, do they have boobs? They might. They might. I have them all in robes. They might have different looking robes on the women, like low cut ones. Since they, you're sexist, really short ones. Like the robes are just mini skirts. Or like a tube top that just also goes down past their, their thighs. Who's, who marked it, Paul? Yeah. Might as well mark Bright Eye too. Bright Eye is a girl? Bright Eye is a lady. Well then see, I, that was completely planned that I have a thing for me. I can't mark Bright Eye. Okay. I'll mark it for you. Uh, and, and ask if there's any information that they know that's relevant to the to the dark wings that came, not dark wings. Black wings. Black wings. Black wings. <laughs> and that that will be seen as favorable in the eyes of the Raven Queen. Okay. I'm using the light up die now. I think I used to, I think I used it in the very beginning of this campaign because I feel like it was the only time I was ever going to consistently use it because I don't have to lug it around to. You know, wherever else, other places, right? Uh, Steve's intimidate is a nine, so that's a twenty-eight. Good lord, we might actually win one. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait, wait. You said your intimidate was a nine. I thought you were saying your roll was a nine. I was like, that's high. No. Um. Okay. No, no. I'm my math is terrible. It's twenty-six. <laughs> <laughs> I rolled a 17. Guys, do the math for me. I'm just kidding. I'm too lazy. Just do the math for me. Okay. So, 
you talk a lot about death in order to intimidate her, but with the idea that you want to find out more about what they did here. Yep. And um, she tells you that um, the night of the murder, yeah, the night of the murder, the goats were restless, and she's actually the goat herder. She's just here, you know, drawing water for them now. And she thought it was a bit funny. If you look down the streets, you can see that there are, you know, there's a torch sort of like at the midpoint at the end of each road and also like sort of at the town center, like enough like to light the pathway. Um, she points out that someone had forgotten to light the lamps by Cold Heart's house. Which one's Cold Heart's house? Uh, we will say Cold Heart's house is next to the blacksmith. If you can see the whole can town, ping I'm pinging it now. Okay. Uh, can you shift ping it? Okay. Okay. He did say next to the blacksmith, so you had to just have the blacksmith within view. Yeah. I was like, yeah, three houses next to the yeah, blacksmith. Fine. I didn't have the. I think I had the turn order thing over it when you pinged it. Not a problem. So, um, so yeah, so she was out tending the goats and noticed that the house. Who's? Uh, the, the house wasn't lit. The, the, yeah, the, the lamp. The porch near the house wasn't lit. Yes. Whose job is that? Whoever lives near the torch, we all take our turns to light it. Since Etskull lost her father, you know, perhaps she was just grieving. Who? Sorry, say it again. Or, um, okay, wait, let me rephrase that. Uh, Etskull lost her father and her child and was probably just grieving. And you ask who, and she says, oh, um, well, the, the, those, uh, black wings were here and helped ease Coldheart's passing. Etch Skull is Coldheart's daughter. And which house is hers? They, they shared a house. Oh, okay. Rockheart? We will go to Kafan now. Okay. Um, so Kafan's just gonna wander over to Stiff Tail here. Cause he's close, or she. Uh, one second. Let me mark fast hand real fast. Okay. And Stiff Tail is a gentleman. Okay, so I'm going to be using Insight, uh, and I, I just want to strike up a conversation with Stifftail because uh, some of the, like the way Dullscale told me about sort of what was happening seemed a bit weird. Like he was the only one, and I, that who was there, and the whole dagger thing seemed like a bit of strange information to give me. So I want to just go over to Stifftail. 
and sort of ask him for his impression and get some more detail about, you know, what exactly happened and what does he know about it. Um, but while I talk to him about it, I'm going to be using insight to kind of read his body language and, um, see if I think like there's more to this than this sort of straightforward that black wings came and killed people. And so they were killed. Like if this is the town from the lottery. I don't know what that is. Okay. Didn't we have to read that in freshman year? Maybe. Whatever. I read it. It, it had important cultural context for all of us, as you can tell by our lively debate. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so insight, and you want to gather more information because you don't necessarily like what you're hearing. Yeah. Roll away. Jeez. Oh, okay, so I rolled a 14. My insight is a 6, so that's 20. So <laughs> now is... and then then we'll know what to shoot for, Paul. If you fail, <laughs> and, if, and we get to punch you. But I could add a die six. Is it worth adding a die six? Like, do we think it's higher than twenty? I don't think anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. He doesn't. Steve literally thinks nothing while no one is talking to him. It just turns off. That's why he plays the Aerith. <laughs> yeah. I'm channeling Aerith right now. I care not for your <laughs> for you. That was actually like a halfway decent skill of mine. Um, if I succeed on this, then Matt succeeds and Steve succeeds, and we're done. So I will go ahead and use it. Go for it. Now we don't. Uh, and I rolled a six, so that's a twenty-six. Yeah, so that doesn't help our information of what's needed, but. It should be a success. Okay. That is a success. He's like, he says, uh, I do not have more information than anyone else in town. Uh, they, the outsiders showed up. Uh, they stayed with us for a short time. Cold Heart, uh, was not doing well. And he, along with his daughter at Skull, asked, them to ease his passing. They did. Shortly after that, uh, Etch Skull's uh, child was lost to her before it was even named. Many of us looked askance towards the what? resort. <laughs> Is... There needs to be a wiki page of words that TJ can't pronounce. <laughs> Is askance not... Really? Is that no. is that not a word? It's a word. It's it's, it, oh, okay. It's not the way you're pronouncing it. Okay. And he also the ones I've lately are anathema, askins, Malay. It's trying. It's trying to figure else. out what the words are. Like, <laughs> <laughs> All right. So anyway, uh, sorry, that's mean. No, it's okay. Um, <laughs> Hold on. After all of the things you said, that's what you're going to apologize for being quote-unquote mean about? I agree. It's also why I said this one was okay. You can solve so that way every it's more other aspect when I don't tell you the other things are okay. So, okay. Uh, so the child was lost before, and, and we, we suspected, looked askance at our uh, visitors 
but they had no reason to suspect anything other than an unfortunate sudden illness. It wasn't until after that when Etchskull herself was found dead that we exacted justice upon them. Um, I know no more than that, but you seem concerned, and I will help you out. And I know that uh, Bahamut is concerned with justice, but what, what was the reason for thinking that these Blackwings were responsible? Why would they have reason to kill Edge Skull and her child? We'll have to ask around some more. But because you got a success with Stiff Tail, you've uncovered a special plus one to the next roll. So, to my next roll or to Matt's next roll? We'll say Matt's. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, I, I figured um, that makes you guys happy. Is this anyway. like Jeopardy? Like, we, did we just get like the double, and like it's a plus one? There are some people who have bonuses, or there's also some people who give you, del- you know, detriment uh, penalties. Yeah. While it is okay, so two things. Number one, my actual skill was insight. So did I get a sense from him that he was being truthful and telling me what he knew and not holding anything back? Yes. Okay. Yes. Number He's two, a villager who knows what's going on in his village, but doesn't know the intricate details of everything that has happened. Uh, as as long as it's sort of still my turn, I would like to make it a point to kind of gather up Aerith and Gwen. For a powwow. For a powwow. Well, I was going to ask that next. Is, have we been sharing information? Yeah, or, because... Or like, yeah, only off what we know or... Yeah. yeah share some of the things that I talked to and, and just be like, you know, something doesn't sit quite right with me at this point. Yep. Uh, um, so. We will say that... That's like... When Steve said he was, you know, implying, you know, Bahamut and the Raven Queen, the only reason he would have known that it was... I mean, he might suspect... That the that Bahamut is important here, but we'll assume that because you had just talked, spoke with the priest, and you know made all those in lines and found out about you know. Okay, I also I would also imagine that if any of the iconography anywhere in this town having a I mean there's not that many gods in the fourth edition book, so a big dragon anywhere, I feel like would be pretty noticeable, and maybe I was just like you know. Standing behind uh, Kafan when he was talking, just eerily peering over his shoulder the whole time. Yeah, yeah. All right. But like I said, that means that you weren't already walking over to the other area, so you guys have had time to interact. So that's all I say. I just want to make sure that we we know what each other has sort of found. And yeah. Make that explicit this, this is certainly not here. by yeah. any means timed. You guys have, you know, I'm just telling you, like, you have one chance to interact with each person. So. Okay. Cool. So, Gwen's turn. My turn. Yes, you're Gwen. Whose turn? Oh, who looks like a good one here? You could interact with Aerith. He's right there. Yeah, I know. And I and and then when it's my turn, I will have endurance for your droning on. <laughs> Auto win. Hey, didn't, didn't we? Didn't we talk about this before? We had the plan for. The circular, trying to find a way to use religion over and over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we get into a religious argument, yeah. <laughs> um, 
just all minutia for two hours. <laughs> that'll be our that'll be right, our session. A, this is the this is the pointless wiki updating minutia of yeah. the Raven Queen. Question question for uh, TJ. That's me. Yes. Um, I guess if I were to, could I try to use an encounter power? Well, I guess it wouldn't matter. I could just do it now anyway. But uh, no, that doesn't matter. I could just decide who's going to get it. TJ, you're no longer needed. Yeah, no, never mind. <laughs> I, yeah, I just read the rest. Yeah, it's, it's their next role. So I could, I'm trying to decide if I'm using, if I use my encounter power, the knack for success, I can give somebody a plus four power bonus to their next skill check. Ooh. Uh, so I'm just trying to decide, should I take it now or should I give it to, to Aerith? I, I rolled a 20 and a 17. I am, I am just, just fire. waiting for an awful <laughs> roll. So. <laughs> We already have a plus one. If you guys both succeed, then we're done. Yeah, so if I get the plus one and I give Aerith the plus four... Do you have another good... You must have another good social skill. Oh, I do. So I would... I mean, Steve, do you, you have... Give it to Steve. Because I'm guessing just Steve's probably in the same boat as I am in right now, where I've pretty much tapped out as far as... Yeah. Yeah, I only have a social skill, and I'm surprised yeah. I have okay. that. I took, And that's because I switched into Intimidate. If they want to... Okay, if, then I will... <laughs> I will I will use that and that will give Aerith uh, a plus four power bonus to his next skill check. Mm. <laughs> now it's time to be okay. creative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, so I can do that and then still do my skill. Uh, yes. Or is that taking my turn? Is the no? You can't not do your skill. <laughs> Okay. No, I'm just. No, I'm, I'm nice just making try. No, 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 no. I want to. I just. I just want to make sure that's part of what I was kind of where I was going with. If that works, I'm was... just gonna stand here and like abjure undead or something <laughs> for my turn. <laughs> yeah. Or if we flank him, do we get a bonus? <laughs> right. Everyone moved. <laughs> that that is um, not how this works. Okay, I'm gonna go talk to. How about Shaktan? And I'm going to use my insight. I'm going to kind of question him about these uh, black wings or and or so-called black wings, and you know, kind of talk about him. You know, kind of like one entrepreneur to another, and then also just kind of see if like you know he had any idea about like their equipment or anything. If it struck him as you know fancy or or not, or you know something. And then see if like he's trying to hide something about that, or if he knows more than he's telling us. Or is this just me, or all of their names vaguely dirty? Yeah, I was thinking that too. But <laughs> I was thinking T.J. Wayne Hothead <laughs> or Strongfinger, yeah. Bad or hand. Stiff Tail, <laughs> Shrieking Voice, Shrieking Voice. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he ran out of ideas pretty quick. So. There's there's Brown Eye. Oh, I'm sorry. That's fierce. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be <laughs> that overt. Right on the nose. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, yeah. you got it right on the nose. Uh, you got to you got to be careful when you aim. Um, I thought I thought that so was a brown the, nose reference. Never mind. Yeah. So is that okay? So, or did, um, one more time. Sorry. So basically, same thing. I'm using the insight to kind of gauge his reaction, but I'm kind of talking to the blacksmith since it'd be I could kind of chat him up with almost like business kind of stuff a little bit too. But I'm trying to get his like his impression of like these these black wings, and then 
you know, maybe I'm kind of asking about like their, you know, if they had any armor or weapons or anything, you know, because he'd probably have an eye for it. Was it actually like decent stuff, or is this just like maybe are, were these guys imposters and they had really crappy equipment, or or like does he know anything about the the dagger, or like you know, just the, any any sort of thing like that that like a blacksmith might have been picking up on, or maybe did he help forge any of this stuff, or is he trying to hide that? Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, go ahead and roll. Okay, so I get a plus one from Paul, so that'd be a thirty-one. Okay. <laughs> go team. So what you guys initially suspected was a uh, smithy. You actually is a not a blacksmith's forge, but a kiln. Um, and he's not a blacksmith; he's a potter. And well, scaly potter, Harry Potter. Chris Pot. Pot. <laughs> <laughs> Wiser. So anyway. Um, Wait, what the hell was that? <laughs> was that was that you just pulling a homer? Like singing the monorail song and you're like, the mono. Yeah, that was, that's what it was supposed to be. Okay, good. I just cleared it. Yeah. You were trying to do it, right? I, I was, tr- I was deliberately. He was now. No, no, no. I was definitely deliberately doing it that way. Okay. I'll so, totally believe your lie. Um, let me mark this here. So you speak with Shock Tongue. And he... So my insight is that he's lying about being a blacksmith? <laughs> Listen here, blacksmith. I'm a potter. You shut up. <laughs> I'll tell you I'm what you team. are. If, you, if you're a potter, then what's all those potters? Anyway, um, you, you, you discovered that you guys were lying to yourselves about thinking he was a blacksmith. Uh, he's, oh, okay. He is fairly open and forthright with you. He says that he thought that the strangers did a kindness to Coldheart. He was sick and was old and was not getting better. And it may have taken him several long and painful days, perhaps even a week or more to pass on his own. It just, it, it, I just can't reconcile it. Why they followed it up with what they did to etch skull and her child. It just doesn't seem to match up. Okay, pause. Out of game question, Steve's dumb. What do... So Blackwing is just a title, right? Correct. So were they human? Like, what race were these people? Was that covered? Yeah, I said that they were um, Dragonborn skulls. Their heads Oh, that's what the heads are. Okay, sorry. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. And when when the child first died, they, they showed... Cold acceptance. I'm sure you know fate and all that. They they didn't shed a tear. However, as soon as they realized that we had caught them, they they sure showed plenty of emotion then, screaming their innocence. Well, I guess a quick question. That, all right, one first question for TJ. Did you mention how they died? Like the other the other two? Has that been brought up? So the or was it, it they just it's like they died but the the child um i believe uh when paul 
maybe had his second turn. The child died what from what appeared to be natural causes. Like, yeah. you know, was not chopped up into bits. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. so that's, I guess that's what I'm getting at. It's like... Oh, she got a horrible more, like, cold. There... What happened? She, she, she well, was, like her arm was cut off. In that hut or something. <laughs> <Yeah. Gas leak>. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean, though? It's, it's right. like something in that hut because it's all three people that were... Yeah, but anyway, I, we can discuss that after I talk to this guy, but... Yeah, so certainly Cold Heart was, you, you might guess, was older and got sick mm-hmm. and still took, you know, obviously everyone's saying like, oh, it was a mercy that they killed him soon rather than making him wait it out. So if Etch Skull and her child both got sick and died, it shouldn't have been like sick overnight. Mm-hmm. And no one has implied that they were sick and suddenly got much worse. So... Uh, we come I'll, to... I'll thank him for his information. He says, you're welcome. And it is Aerith's turn. Alright, so I have a, I have a potential plan. And you can tell me that this is not going to work. You can do it, Aerith. You can no, do no, it, Aerith. No, the, the die roll is irrelevant to what I'm trying to, to do here. I'm going to try, because you said we have to interact with all of these people, or have the ability to interact with all these people, or Dragonborn. Right. Correct? Okay, so the interaction is not going to be direct this time. I am going to use perception. I am going to look around the 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 hut, the Cold Hearts hut, and look at the torch, and also stand such that I can, on the other side of the tent, and be listening to Strong breath and the unnamed commoner next to them. And be trying to listen in on their conversation and what they're saying, possibly about us and us being in town. I like it. Go for it. You would like remember it. To add your pl- okay. <laughs> remember to add your plus so four. So here's the deal. You can look and you can overhear, but you can't listen for particular things because you can't, in- uh, you can have no influence then over what they're discussing, because you're not partaking, you're just perceiving. Ah, well, hold on. Awesome, awesome recipe for sand stew. <laughs> I will, I will make it a point. <laughs> the to one be... guy complaining about his hemorrhoids. <laughs> <laughs> I will make it a point to before I start this whole process to uh, walk up to them and like not only engage them insofar as saying like, "Hey, I'm we're looking into what happened here." Trying to like, you know, entice them, like be not, not nonchalant about it to begin with, and then, you know, duck around the corner and try to listen. You're right, I can't force anything to be said, but that's my goal is to be seen, so they see me looking around, and then uh, hide, not be seen, and then not be seen, and perceive. Okay. Yep, there it is. I rolled a two. Oh, plus four. Yeah. Uh, okay, plus four. Crap, that means I need to pull something out of my butt. And perception <laughs> is another six, so that's twelve. I'm assuming TJ's not that generous. So, do, do, do are you not going to use your action point? <laughs> no. You're not. Wait, well, how, how often do they regenerate? They regenerate every time we have combat. Uh, no. no. After an extended rest, or after every 
two, two milestones. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Two combat. After a milestone, which is two combats. Or a skill challenge in a combat. Or two uh, skill challenges. Encounters. Does anybody yes. think that I that it's an 18 or less to get this all to work? What does an 18 mean? The max I could roll to have a potential for this working. I think you should use it if only because you have a plus four right now. Alright. I mean, I, like, what's your skill? Don't backpedal now, Paul. Stand behind no, your what's conditions. Your... He's What's your perception. skill? It was a six. I mean, which is a six. That was the, I have, that's the best I can possibly do unless I can somehow figure out a way to use history. Yeah, if I could have used endurance or nature, I would have been fine, but. Right, and. I couldn't figure so, out how to use this. You have a six, you have a plus ten. Correct. I, instead of, which is much better than anything I'm gonna come up with. Alright. I don't know. I think you should use it. Matt? Go for it. Yes! Well, at least I hit the six, so I know that it's either it's going to be an 18 or lower or higher, for sure. 18, TJ. Okay. Either I get caught doing it or I don't. So that allows... you rolled an eight? <laughs> no. No, it's I... Steve. You get to re-roll your 20. Why do I get to re-roll it? That's the action point. You re-roll your yeah. 20. That's why I was confused. Like, oh, what I, thought this was, I thought you said we got to add a d6. No, no, that's that my, was Paul's my personal skill. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 oh. Oh, I rolled a four, t- 14. So plus 6 plus 4 is 24. Okay. There we go. That is a success. Woohoo! Uh, and this was Strong Breath, correct? Correct. Interacted with Strong Breath. Okay. Strong Breath is speaking with, we'll say it's her live-in boyfriend. And you bump into them and sort of mention what was going on and maybe they give you a strange look because you look strange and then you leave. And, you know, we'll say they actually go inside their little hut and you can stand on the other side of the wall and sort of hear what's going on. And uh, you hear them, what sounds like they're continuing a conversation they've been having. And uh, Strong Breath is repeating pretty vigorously that she thinks the outsiders were being honest when they were claiming their innocence. Okay. So... That is seven. Correct, everybody? Yep. Just, 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 yes. Okay, so can I interject one really quick? Go ahead. I was hope. Oh, did you say we couldn't use the skill again or just not back-to-back? Not back-to-back is what I said. But I wasn't going to correct Steve or Paul when they were okay. talking. No, no, no. About... Well, see, I was, I was, I wasn't, say, I was hoping, I use I was hoping Steve I was going to use... Hmm? Isn't that what I said? I thought so, but... Uh, I think Steve was making it sound like he couldn't use one of his good ones again. Well, well he, no, no, no. He, couldn't use, he could use religion again. He religion is whatever. a seven. Yeah, no, it, yeah, but I was going to say what you needed to do was use like lightning's revelation, <laughs> like blow up the hut, and then turn and look at them and use religion to tell them that the Raven Queen has smote the evil presence. <laughs> you, know, and you exercise the demon. And then say, this house is clear. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, no. 
once again, I used religion, which I have a seven for. Perception's only a six, so I wasn't like slumming it. Oh, I thought you were. Hit- I thought you had a better one. No, than that. my my best skills are endurance, intimidate. I did religion first because I thought, well, if I failed, like I didn't think I'd do well enough to necessarily. I didn't think I'd roll twenty. Uh, and nature, the rest are all somewhere below that, some very far below that. But well, then then use nature. Say it was a natural gas explosion. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, there's natural methane coming from up through the yep. sand. Swamp right. gas. That was a weird storm. Reflected off that weather balloon, I think. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was my. I can I can use my comment, but... my uh encounter um. What the hell? What the hell are the green ones called? Daily. At will. Oh, at will. No, at will. Sorry. At will. Uh, visions of blood to put that in their heads and be like, <laughs> yeah. Think about that. Think about that. <laughs> Don't do drugs. <laughs> Alright, so we meet up for our little powwow. And TJ's going to explain possibly something else. Yes. So, I will say that you guys have also talked with a couple other people. Dragonborn? Yes. I don't know if people applies to humans, so maybe everybody's a person. Except Aerith. Mm-hmm. I have a penis. You have nothing. I'm more of a person than you are. So. I wouldn't want to be a filthy human. Basically, the story that you managed to put together from talking to everybody is as follows. Uh, two dragonborn named Shimorn and Janice arrived from Ashkend about a month ago, uh, offering the Raven's Queen services to any of the residents in the village. And although everyone was leery of them, they were tolerated. And when Etch Skull asked for them to help Coldheart in his passing, uh, no one objected. Dullscale was there to witness it, and as he told you, he saw them remove a ceremonial blade from a wooden box, use it, and then return it to the box. And with the end of the skill challenge, we will call the episode right here. Come back next time to find out with us if our investigations yielded any interesting leads. You can find us on Twitter at LTM Gaming, email us questions or comments to podcast at ltmgaming.com, or find us online at ltmgaming.com. Thanks for listening. Apparently, revenants have, you know, telescopes for eyes. So, anyway. Not canon. <laughs> TJ put that in the story notes. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, please edit out TJ's <laughs> If you choose to intimidate half the town in order to get your successes, you can do that. And, you know, if, as long as you do it right, it won't have any, as long as you get successes, it won't have a negative penalty. You know, they won't, like, hate you because you intimidated them kind of thing. Um, so if we do fail, though, then we get either put our heads put on pikes or, at the, at the bare minimum, run out of town. Well, I mean, they can't put your genitals on pikes.
It's fair. Well, they can't <laughs> put... Be very hard. They can't put Kafans. I don't know how they do Gwens. It's <laughs> cut deep. I guess it would be like... You scoop it out like a melon ball. I was going to say it would be like putting a donut on a steak. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do, and do, do we've you reached wanna... a new low. Yeah. Do you wanna... Wait, that's, do you that's our low? Your... <laughs> no. I don't know. I'm pretty sure TJ reached yeah, I mean, new lows in the modern no campaign kidding. all the yeah, time. Yeah, just based on well, okay. sexism <laughs> and the game. names that we came up with out of those. Uh, I, I don't know if you can get any lower than the Rage Boner theme song. <laughs> I, I consider that a, a personal bar. <laughs> I, I have to agree with TJ on that. He's really not achieved too much. That's pretty high on <laughs> 